This Monday night football props and NFL Week Eight recap edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100x. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame game. Uh, the Hall of Fame Bets app, or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel to celebrate. We're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/mma hoodie for all the details. Hey, it's Peyton Manning, and you're listening to SGPN. Let's rock. Sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner picks Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. <clears throat> Tours back on. Oh, what what tour? The fuck off, Sean tour. Oh, it's a new tour. What? This what? is like the Eras tour. What? I was specifically gonna go out of my way, not to mention the negative yard pass, the negative nine <laughs> yards passing. You weren't gonna mention that. Wait, that was the New York Giants. Tommy DeVito <laughs> failing for all Italian Americans. You're laughing at that, like well, a, like a real. I don't want to call you a racist because that might be crossing the line. Yeah, and Italian American isn't a race, but mm. feels a little bit racist. No, I I feels I, a little bit racist. I, I was not going to bring up the fact that you were celebrating. I told you not to bet on Zach Wilson. You idiot! Zach Wilson sucks. They're never going to win this game. And oh, then, they, they won the game, yeah. and then and Brian. Da- I mean, Brian Dable lost the game. Wow! They finally went- the heat comes for Brian Dable. Well, someone lost the game in the decision making process. Well, was it the the decision making process, or was it Graham Gano? Uh, well, Graham Gano playing Graham Gano when he was hurt. Okay. probably not a good decision. Again, th- this whole player safety bullshit that you keep trotting out, and then you play a hurt kicker. The yeah. fuck's wrong with you? I don't. You play a quarterback. You why have the guy on the roster? You're not going to have him throw the forward pass. Why have him on the roster? How these are? I mean, these are. I don't want to take it to the youth soccer streets, but oh. these are basic coaching decisions. Yeah. If you go into a game without a backup goalie or a plan, and then it happens, that's on you. Never happened to me. Never happened to me. Not in a single youth soccer game. <laughs> are you a always co- had a plan? Are you a better coach than Brian Dable? I'm a better coach than a lot of these nim- nimwits. I will say there's obviously a CEO aspect and like a schmoozing political aspect to being a head coach in the National yeah. Football League. But 100% in-game decision making. Let's I'm willing to take like I'll take the test every weekend. <laughs> I I feel like in our command center, we could make on average on aggregate better decision than the average NFL coach, I would say. Even the above average NFL coach. I think we're making better decisions. 
I, with, I agree with, with the 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 hive brain of Yumi and Decker. Let's go, Justin Decker. So, uh, yeah, lots of coaches fail on that on that test. Justin but. Decker celebrating the big Chargers win. Our Circus Survivor moves on. Unfortunately, tough week uh, overall for the Circa Millions. We'll get into where we went wrong, where we went right. Not a, that's playing chess right there too. By the way, what do you mean? Oh, I just. I tricked you into moving on from talking about how shitty the Giants are. Oh, oh that was, so that you was, want to do the full Giants no, no, recap? No, no, that was genius. Uh, you got bored with the segment, moved on. So let's keep going. Jets thirteen, <laughs> so, Giants oh, ten. A certain sector of As the I audience say, is going to love you that. Were, you were, Brian, you the entire week you're the like game you're was so over. dumb. The game was you over. Bet on the Zach game was Wilson. over. The game you, was over. You, the game was over. And you the game are, was over twice. You were all you are always I was right. Don't you, you get get off your horse. Get off your <laughs> I was right horse. You weren't right. You were wrong. <laughs> Nothing about your handicap was right except oh, for Brees Hall having one big play. the Giants was was a good a good That's angle. Fine. Brees Hall having one big play as predicted. That's all. This is good what play. the fans love about you. What? That I'm always right? Yep. You're only right. No, I was I was definitely wrong about nope, some stuff. I only mean, right. We'll, we'll get into the uh, the Rams. Sean only right green. We'll get into the Rams Cowboys debacle. But Sean only right green. I was right to not trust this poorly coached team. It's a poorly coached team, right? I think we have to come to terms. And everyone that was on the Cardinals were on the right side too. No, that's a completely different oh, game. Oh, okay. Same situation. Same win probability. No, same ridiculous, same ridiculous course of events that resulted in that no, outcome. One hundred percent, no, because the the what are you talking the Cardinals about? Recovered. Zach Wilson hadn't completed a pass fifteen yards downfield on that play the, that the they Cardinals, got the, the Cardinals shut recovered. up and listen <laughs> on listening. that play where Garrett Wilson drew a flag. Yes, go back and watch. Dexter Lawrence gets tackled again. I'm not complaining, but a, a bunch of crazy ass shit happened. Hmm. Which generally you would agree, but not Sean. Only right green. He no, disagrees. I, I, recovered an onside kick to kick a garbage field goal to cover. Were the, you unlucky for the in the Baltimore game? Uh, was I unlucky? No, because the uh, Baltimore had multiple chances to close okay. them out. It, but the Harbaugh chose to no, put right. Harbaugh. Ma- this is a great comparison. Harbaugh made the I'm poor actually moved coaching on to, decision. I moved on to week nine. Harbaugh put out Nelson Aguilar on the hands team. You get what you deserve. Nelson, you put- a- Nelson Aguilar is one of their best receivers. What are you talking about, dude? He is not a guy with great hands. No, but you- he's made a lot of catches for that team. But and we always also, joke about how Nelson a, Aguilar scoring touchdowns. He's no, no, dude. He is he is a guy with notorious. No, I understand. Hands. There's an internet meme about his bad hands. Yes, literally not catching babies. Right. Yeah. That's not a guy on your hands. That's team. not. That's not. It's on, the definite. Uh, the hands team is not, guys for great well, you, secure you, hands. You're having play receiver. I mean, that's not even close to the, the poor decision making on the New York Giants. It's not even close. No, I'm saying it, recovering the, an onside kick in today's NFL is an insane long shot. That's right. all I was saying. I, I, I'm pointing out that just like Graham Gano missing two <laughs> field goals and the Giants somehow running out the clock but not running out the clock. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's on tilt, full tilt, Ryan. And then Zach Wilson completing three passes longer than any passes he had completed in the game previous. But you were on the right side, Sean. No, I, right I, I mean, I I wasn't going to be bragging, but the fact that you just went out of your way to not bragging ridicule me the entire week, I didn't make it a best bet. I wasn't laying a bunch of money on the Jets. But you but were drawing attention how you were still wrong. You were right, but you were wrong. <laughs> All right, that's how it works. Well, it was a push on when we graded it. So, congrats on the push, Ryan. 
Congrats on they, the push. Just they don't even need to come out and play football next week. They're supposed to come to Vegas. Cash Juno saying this episode gone the way of the notorious. Let's see what we have in Nate Sudfeld episode. Again, Sean always right green. <laughs> that takes age. I, well. I mean, you're you're taking you're take that night aged well. You're taking it out on me, Nate Sudfeld. Taking what out? Nate Sudfeld still in the league, and I thought it was a good choice to get a look at. And they realized Nate Sudfeld not the guy, and they moved on to franchise quarterback Jalen Hurts. Great night in Eagles history, almost as great as the pizza over at Little Caesars. Horrible transition. All right. Well, you know what's a great transition? Transitioning from hanging out by yourself watching football and hanging out enjoying a delicious Little Caesars pizza. You know, uh, couple my <laughs> sorry Ryan spilled the Lacroix all over the table. He is full tilt, but hey. Um, I didn't have the greatest uh, day of picks, but you know what makes it feel a little bit better? That delicious pretzel crust pizza was chomping down on some pretzel crusts, pretzel crust with pepperoni piled high. Oh man, just the delicious salty meats they put on there—they delivered to you. I—I I grew up back in the day. It was before Little Caesars even had delivery. Now it's so easy. You can order online. Uh, during our pizza, pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday, and get ready for some football and some fun. Getting the little Caesar's wings, got us some crazy bread, uh, the uh, deep dish style pizza that looks really good as well. The cookie dough brownie bites. <laughs> you can get a favorite towel, right? Uh, <laughs> all no, right. I don't need a favorite towel. <laughs> Sorry, just enjoy. Ryan's angry at the LaCroix spelled. Who's angry? <laughs> no, clearly, clearly you aren't angry. And clearly you could use a little, a little Caesars pizza, pizza, pick me up delivery or in store in our pizza help. portal pickup, grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game or after the game. When you really need to uh, get your mood in a better place, little Caesars pizza, pizza. I see cereals on the line. Definitely not pushing that button. <laughs> Maybe later. Oh uh, yeah, we can we can talk to. <laughs> Maybe later. Maybe when we talk about the Cowboys. Nick Green saying elite ad read. Thank you, Nick. And now I'm gonna actually switch the show since some people don't show up to work every day. All right, we're ready to go. All right, ready to fire. Saints thirty eight, Colts twenty seven. Uh, this Colts team is just the defense is uh, just a complete sieve. Taysom Hill, great game as far as best ball. Shahid, uh, kicking ourselves for not putting him into our our, our DraftKings lineup. Also, uh, yeah, I mean Kamara. We had some discussions about Kamara earlier on. Didn't get him in the lineup. Any any thoughts on this thirty eight twenty seven win for the Saints? Uh, I mean, it, I'm not going to get into it, but if you go. Yeah, that was one of the worst beats of my my weekend. Is probably winning the big boy with the lineup I oh, didn't no. submit. Uh, eh, you know, just par for the course at this point. N- nothing to add here. I don't know. I don't understand how the Colts went from having a defense to not having a defense. Yeah, and the they, Saints I, continue I, I, to be a team I just can't get right. No, and, and the Saints are a. I mean, I was going back and forth all week before I picked the Saints. Didn't feel great about them. It wasn't gonna. Wasn't gonna put him in the contest or lock him up or anything, but they uh, Derek Carr, three hundred and ten passing yards, two tutties. Uh Taysom Hill, nine carries, sixty-three yards, two touchdowns. He also added a catch for fourteen yards. Like there's multiple teams that are gonna get their ass beat in the first round of the playoffs this year. 
It, it does feel. I think this is so many of, bad quarterbacks playing football. So many bad, like just it, we were already discussing the separation earlier in the season before teams started falling to the wayside. Like I, I don't, I, I don't have a good analogy that's appropriate for the airwaves, but yeah, it's it's insane because the middle class is getting destroyed by injured I, it, quarterbacks. It, it, it kind of reminds me of college where. We're looking at the NFL. There's one one lost team, and then there's a bunch of other teams uh, that are just they're two lost teams, but they still don't look great. I, I mean, if you were to break down some power rankings right now, you could have an awesome argument. I think one through ten as far as who the top ten teams are in the NFL. I mean, it, it's going to come down to what, what week they're playing. No, I mean, I, I, at this point, because I. I don't know if this is becoming some like extremely small sample aggregate, but why are we having all these injuries? Hmm. Why, like, wh- why are we having all of these injuries to critical positions that are irreplaceable? How are these teams so ear like they're not ready? Most teams aren't ready with a backup quarterback, let alone a third string. Why yeah. is that? Wh- and why why is it affecting the league more than ever? <laughs> oh, I'm being serious. Like forget the Giants situation. Oh, okay. think of all the teams that have are dealing with sub, like subpar quarterback situations, and and another injury away from being just a disaster. Like, what do you think the Vikings are going to be next year? Well, yeah, I, Vikings. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it looks like Kirk Cousins out for the year with a torn Achilles. Like, how is all of this happening? Like and Jameis Winston like is not that. a starting <laughs> quarterback. It just seems like uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe we got to look. I I think. If we're being honest, I have it's an tough answer. to find 32 guys who are really good at playing quarterback in the NFL at that elite. But level. why is that? Because it's really hard. I, I just I, I think yes, it continues. But why else is that? Like, what what has changed that has oh, caused I, it to get worse? I don't think it's ever changed. I just think we're we're more aware of it. There were just always there were always shitty teams that you would just write off that would get injuries, but you wouldn't be aware of it because you're not watching eight games. Rules at the same have time. gotten more ridiculous than ever to protect the quarterback. Yeah, I don't. Why I don't, are they getting more hurt? I think I don't think they are getting more hurt. I think if you looked at quarterback injuries this year, I think it's actually down by a lot. They, I, I feel like I, it you would, could. It would depend how you measure that. But I like, feel like you could look season-ending stuff is what I'm talking. Yeah, about. I feel like you could look at previous years as far as season-ending stuff, and this year is actually really good. So we're just running into a lot of teams with no plan. Well, who who is out for the season? I mean, Kirk Cousins. Yes, Kirk Cousins comes to mind because okay. their backup is just. Do you who's their backup? This is a great point, right? Well, here. no, I mean, Jaron Hall's the rookie. They might play him, they might not, but yeah, I don't know what they'll do. How many people who watch every game in the National Football League know who the fuck Jaron Hall is? I, that, I mean, it's just like we're at a point where the I think it's the the practice time, probably the lack of practice time to prepare a backup, the lack of game time to to, to allow them to but play. But who, who are the other big name quarterbacks that are out for the year? I think actually Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers holding on by a thread. Daniel Jones, Tyrod holding on by a no, thread. Daniel Third Jones, string comes in, boom, da, well, dead. No, that's not. I mean, we're Desmond Ritter like, concussion. <laughs> Ron Taylor I, Heineke. We can't talk about like you know no name guys as far as like big name quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers out for the year. Other than that, I think it's been a pretty clean year quarterback okay. wise. All right. I mean, I I could go back and look at other years where there were multiple guys. I mean, out De- for the Der- Derek Carr has been playing like with some serious injury for a while. I'm saying I'm saying if you if you compare this year 
to other quarterback it, years. We need, yeah, we'll do a study, but I, yeah, we, we, we have nothing more to say that it feels worse this year, but I don't, I don't, I think, I it's, guess I don't feel that. Okay. You, bad quarterback play. And, and part of that being quarterbacks were playing guys who aren't, I mean, the Brown situation. Sure, does Deshaun Watson you can put in the same class as, as Daniel Jones, but the backup still is not not an NFL quarterback. But I don't, I don't I don't think it's impacting their team that much. Okay. They just happen to have like an all world defense. Yeah, and and I think you saw it in the Colts game. Like they were almost doing worse with Deshaun Watson in there. PJ Walker came in, kind of steadied the ship, and they got the win. Similar vibe here in Seattle, where their defense kept them around. Yeah, they never had a good quarterback, regardless of whether it banged up Deshaun Watson or PJ Walker played. I don't think there's a big difference between those two. Gardner Minshew is going to be starting for the rest of the year. I, I'm just saying, there's a lot of like not good quarterbacks playing in the National Football League this year, and a lot of it is because these they're like these subpar backups, and guys are getting hurt. I don't think there's ever a year where there's like awesome backups. Okay. I mean then sure, but there th yeah, we can move on. There's just it, it, it there's definitely a lot more backup quarterbacks and bad quarterback play this year than of recent memory. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's why there's so much shit football. We're <laughs> like we're talking about these low point totals that comes with bad quarterback play. We're come like this is the lowest output scoring output in 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 like over a decade. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's, maybe there's something going on. Panthers 15 Texans, 13 Panthers. Uh, we, we thought, Hey, new OC coming in. He's not going to revitalize the offense. I think we're right on that part. We were wrong in the, on the idea of Houston being able to put up points like CJ Shroud really struggled moving the ball. Panthers just couldn't get it done. I mean, they, they had a chance maybe late, but yeah, CJ Shroud didn't look good. I mean, Bryce young didn't look great either. Uh, Adam Thielen's still a big part of uh, the offense there. I don't know. Not no, no big takeaways here. To me, it was if you were on the Panthers, it was always going to be, hey, they were just finally due to get a win. They were finally due to get a cover, and that's kind of what the game felt like. They didn't. It didn't look like they played good at all. Honestly. There, there were some fortunate. Um, I mean, there was a couple. There was a segment of the game where it was like they they had like twelve plays within the ten yard line and only came up. They 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 got some opportunities. There were there were some more uh, hands on officiating, and not to say Houston was was gonna get this one and get the cover, but certainly some between the couple penalties the the Panthers got inside the red zone to end up getting the touchdown uh, to that and get to twelve points. Uh, and then what happened to Houston on that final drive where they're almost certainly getting a field goal and then they get pushed back due to some fucking horse shit. And now, now they punt instead of take that field goal. And so does the change, the game change if they're down four instead of one for the Panthers there? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, th this isn't one where it's like, it's annoying because a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, baby Panthers home dog. They had fleas. They still have, I would take Houston again right now. They Knowing got, what I know about they, the they game. got their win out of the way. I'm not. I'm not changing what I think of the Carolina Panthers based wow. off that game. Philadelphia Eagles 38, Washington Redskins 31. Eagles get the win and the cover at six and a half. That's what we picked it at. 
Eagles offense looked really good. Uh, AJ Brown continues to dominate. Dog. I mean, my ticket for uh, AJ Brown offensive player of the year is looking pretty good. Uh, Jalen hurts balled out uh, four touchdowns, 300 yards, had the unfortunate fumble there right at the goal line. I, I mean, really this Eagles probably should have won by more, but Hurts fumbling on the uh, tush push there going in, fumbling on the snap, and then Kenny Gainwell fumbling inside the five really kind of threw off the score. And otherwise, I, I think they get out by even a bigger margin. Defense didn't look great. I don't know. Sam Howell, for whatever reason, looks really good against this Eagles defense, but uh, it, it felt pretty good here for the Eagles. Get the nice division win. Moving on to the, to the uh, Cowboys next week and moving on six and one. I mean, there. It maybe Sam Howell is trying to get Ron Rivera fired because the <laughs> offense switches on and off from looking great to looking like a just giant catastrophe. It was what I said in the preview. I think the second he gets pressured, everything goes to shit. But when he wasn't getting pressured, it was looking unbelievably good. Not the same team that played the Giants last week. That's well, sure. it, and it's it just must be some. It's just a classic division flowchart thing where for whatever reason. They know how to scheme up well against the Eagles defense. And shout out if you watch Veasan, I gave out Julio Jones anytime touchdown plus eight hundred. That was a nice bet that really saved uh, saved my slate. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I I don't understand so many things about this matchup. I also don't understand on defense how you don't just smack like stop AJ Brown. Maybe two people on AJ Brown. I, nope, nope. We're just gonna sit back in our zone. We're just gonna sit back in the same zone every t that. I I don't understand what their defensive plan is. They just sit in a zone and let you pick them apart. Uh, that that's what that they didn't change. If they change at all in that second half, maybe they don't have enough time to to come back. Maybe AJ Brown isn't open on the same fucking passing routes every time. I don't time. know if he's even open half the time. Like he just works himself open. He's open in the sense that he's open and maybe most quarterbacks don't throw that pass, but Jalen Hurts is like, like fucking no. I'm going to throw it. Yeah. But, but again, it's because it's the same. Like go watch the all 22. I guarantee they're sitting in the same fucking coverage every time. It's unbelievable. No. Like how do you not Ron Rivera is fired on Monday, right? <laughs> AJ Brown, eight for one thirty, two touchdowns. Someone's fired on Monday, right? Shout out to AJ Brown. Dog. Winning us our uh, high stakes fantasy league, putting the team on his back. Rams twenty, Cowboys forty-three. I'll say this early on. It seemed, Hey, all right. This uh, Rams seemed a little frisky playing some good defense, couple penalties. And then uh, Cowboys get the early touchdown. And then they just uh, boat raced the Rams uh, Rams. They no showed Rams. You're right. Complete no show. It's like uh, the baby jokes have been made, but come on. Stafford uh, ended up getting banged up. They couldn't even get some garbage yards. They put in Brett Rippon. Uh, this was this was just yeah I, I I keep being high on this Rams team and I I need to back off it because they just suck. I'll let Serial comment on his team. I I got nothing to add. Rams no showed. Very disappointing. I feel that way about a couple teams I bet on this week. Like like I said, I'm already on to week nine because I I had to put some of these emotions in a box. Some teams might be on probation, but anyway, Serial, uh, say some nice things about the Cowboys. I mean, what's there to say? This is what good teams are supposed to do. 
Mm. Oh wow! Not even not even that happy about the win. I like that. No, business I'm not happy trip. About this one. There's one coming up next week that yeah. I'm more forward to. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's oh, up, man? Yes. Our guy, you get a little nervous coming up here oh. next week. Oh. oh no, no, I love I love facing <laughs> the Cowboys after a major win where they're smelling themselves. Where the media is going to be. Oh, hey, uh, Dallas Cowboys. Maybe they're the team to beat in the NFC. Coming to Philly, cereal. We'll be waiting. Lincoln Financial Field will have a warm seat for Dakota Rain Prescott. And it's clear with this yeah, Cowboys I hope he team. He looks as great as Sam Howell does. Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, I'll take what? that. A seven point win and cover? I'll take that all day. Sam Howell is Listen, listen, listen. listen. Oh, Do you know what the Eagles right, are against Dak? Almost as bad as the Giants. Oh. Hmm. What was the last? Uh, you got come on. When was no, the last no. one? What are we no, no. Put oh, points on that defense? What's up, dog? Bring up the tattoo. <laughs> Bring up the tattoo. Yeah, I, I'll get a VCR out, and then we can talk uh, <laughs> NFC Championship highlights. Oh for you, wow! <laughs> oh, nice. You're one. Sweet. Oh, yeah, oh see, no! I what we won. We've won a couple NFC championships, so we've only won one Super Bowl championship. Mm. And unlike you guys, it was in the past twenty years. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, that, yeah, that, is, that is that is that is a tough one to overcome. <laughs> the recency thing—it's well, annoying. Serial worst luck of the Cowboys. One, they did one, they did beat the Rams. One thing I will agree on serial with was it, th- this Eagles Super Bowl never needed to happen. Things mm. were better before. Hundred percent. It's like the pandemic. I do got to ask you guys something though. What's yes. that? I mean, are the Jets really this tough to beat? Come on, guys, <laughs> you're making our division look bad. Oh, how dare you! How dare you bring that up against Ryan? It's just an it's just a non conference. Both loss. you guys, Not wasn't it back to back weeks? Both you lost. Come well, there on, there was a bye week. There was Do a bye week in between, and I think Zach Wilson could fuck up this Cowboys team. So look out, cereal. I, and I really, I just, I, I was gonna share this later, but I did receive the 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 memo. Um, th- this is uh, this is a tank. This is a tank. So I'm. Uh, th- Jets, oh wait, yeah, the Jets winning was actually the worst thing they could do because then it just gave the Giants a better draft pick. Oh, the yeah. the Giants are tanking. Yeah. I, well, that's I'm hearing some rumblings. Are they oh. going to get a quarterback? I, I'm hearing some rumblings. <laughs> they already have two quarterbacks, Tyrod. <laughs> well, no, unquote. Include Tommy DeVito in that, please. <laughs> it, if they would only let him throw the ball down the field. Uh, well, thanks for thanks for calling in, Serial. And uh, again, like I said, worst of luck next week. Hmm. Uh huh. We'll see. Oh, cereal's very confident. I like. Uh, that. He's smelling himself. That's when you want to face the Cowboys when they're confident, when they're feeling good, when they're flying high. Hey, reminder: uh, if you guys haven't already signed up for Underdog Fantasy, love the Underdog Pick'em. We're going to be uh, talking about some of our fantasy football pick'ems, higher and lowers, uh, later on for the Monday Night Slate. Uh, of course, they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars on Sundays. I, I mean, come on. 10 K to each person to 10 separate people. It really is a, a great deal. Highly recommend underdog fantasy. The pickums great. If you're just hanging around, you're like, I want a little action on this game. They have live pick them as well, which is a fun way. Maybe a couple of your bets are already cashed. It, you know, totally like, let's say you bet on the Rams and you're like, all right, th- well, this is out the window. Hey, what, what's a good way to get in on the action late with some underdog fantasy pick? Um, their live projections and live lines are super fun as well. Make sure you head over to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code SGPN. Got a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. That's right, and a little bonus here. MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel in honor. We're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash MMA hoodie. 
to submit your entry today and make sure you subscribe to the MMA gambling podcast on YouTube. Love a good fight, Ryan. Love a good fight. Yeah, and also if you're if you are one of the few ladies that listen or watch our show, Gumby and uh, Jeff very good looking, very good looking. Oh wow, Ryan. Yeah. Are you worried uh, our uh, our at- other um, people who work for us are going to be uh, upset that you're calling out how hot Gumby and? Uh, oh well, I I we we were talking about the Noah Beanick calendar. Oh, well, yes. I think we really have to do a, de- a, a, a host of <laughs> we SGPN do need a Noah, calendar. Noah calendar. Now let's just go host of SGPN. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick the 12 sexiest hosts. Oh man. I, I'm already thinking of some great photo shoots. We got the man in the box, CJ Sullivan. Oh, in I, there. How do you know he's going to be one of my 12 sexiest? We got, we got Scott, Reichel, oh. Moon off all, you know, they, Scott's they, definitely in there. A lot of hunks <laughs> uh, hosting here at SGPN Don't ourselves uh, included. Uh, well, I, I probably wouldn't, you know, I'll, 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 go, I'll go shirtless for the calendar if needed. Wow. Okay. What do you, you Pat McAfee over here? <laughs> yeah. Just trying to get the, the audience YouTube off. ratings, <laughs> New England Patriots, 17, Miami dolphins, 31. Uh, we were all in the dolphins here or sorry, the Patriots plus nine and a half kind of an annoying outcome because I, I like the Pats. It felt a little high that number. And then they were always kind of hanging around and then it felt like, and shouts to the Dolphins, who are probably a pretty good team, slept walk through a division game where they were clearly looking ahead to the Chiefs in Germany and still won by 14 and covered the nine and a half. That was my big takeaway. Yeah, yeah. They uh, almost like they had a plan for this game. They left right after for Germany, too. I They weren't looking ahead quite like uh, Mr. Reed and his sausages. I, I mean, is. Is this team going to turn out to be really fucking good, or are they going to just no show in a critical moment? Because it, it seems well, like I, don't know. I mean, when it they, seems like they haven't played their best ball well, yet. On the road, they 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 struggled in New England, they struggled in Buffalo, they struggled in Philly. It, th- this Germany test, I think, will be a huge test for them. Not only uh, neutral field, but also playing against the Chiefs. So I think I think we'll maybe get a little better test against this Chiefs team, but it is Germany, so I already, you know, started already diving into next week. It it does seem like that. I agree with you. I think a win for them would be a very big outcome, a very almost a shocking outcome for me. Yeah, if you're a Dolphins fan, you hate that the Chiefs lost this. Oh week. yeah, you do not want to face the Chiefs. Off a no loss, bu- no bueno. Jets thirteen, New York Giants ten. Uh, amazing back and forth affair. Uh, almost set a record for punts in a single game. So Ryan couldn't even get the couldn't even Kobe bring didn't a record. Text me once about how great the game was. <laughs> that's how I. That's how we know he doesn't watch. At one point they were they were combined zero and sixteen on third downs. It was rainy. It was ugly. Literally, yeah, no I mean, one they, deserved to win this game. It had Tyron all over it, and then the Giants would have covered the plus three. Tyrod going out obviously changed the game. Um, probably. Probably a different outcome if Tyrod doesn't break his ribs or whatever, or fucking lacerate his liver or whatever the fuck happened. Uh, Tyrod, one of the most comically injury-prone players in history. If you look at his like games and how yeah. many times he was knocked out of games, again, I I don't know how you lose this game. I you, if you just looked at the numbers, if you just wa- like watch the, the the drives, how how do you lose this game? I don't know. And that, and, and the, the sad part is th- there's going to be no accountability because of injuries. Mm. At least that dude Gunner didn't fumble the ball. No, he did fumble. Didn't he fumble it out of bounds? 
Yeah, that was. That was that. Oh, was, that was uh, you being uh, sarcastic. Yeah. Right, was it the one thing I was getting excited about? <laughs> yeah, Ryan was really excited. I go, about oh, this I'm dude excited. About new punt returner. That that's the best thing I've seen all week. Every Steelers fan just slid right into the responses. This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> cool. Moving just on. Just don't fumble. Just don't fumble. Wow, at least I fumbled, but at least he fumbled out of bounds. Yeah. Um, this is what I get for locking up Houston and Atlanta. Mm. I'm. This is what. Yeah. Ryan, all three of your favorite teams lost today. Which one was the most heartbreaking? They're asking in the chat. The fact that Arthur Smith didn't have all the good plays ready. For, for well, Mike let's get Rabel. to it. Uh, Atlanta Falcons twenty three, Tennessee Titans twenty eight. I was convinced that the Falcons, as a non conference road favorite, was the play. Uh, super sharp, Stupid. super sharp handicapper talked me into it. I'm so dumb. And uh, my theory of Desmond Ritter sucking, I think, came through here. So at least I have that to hang on. But Will Levis oh, just lit can, it up. He had a concussion. But he fumbled before that. Oh, you're right? saying he sucked before he got yeah. injured. Got it. I, I wanted to make sure you weren't slandering an injured man. No, I'll slander whoever okay. I want. Uh Desmond Ritter sucks. The Falcons suck. The NFC South continues to be wide open. No, no. The best team is clearly the Saints. Like uh, they're fuck, they're fucking about and they're not playing any good football, and yet here we are. Look out for those bucks, Ryan. Tennessee Titans, twenty eight points. Will Levis balled out, setting records, uh, four passing touchdowns in his first game. Ryan, I'll let you take it from here. You've been a man oh. to, that it was skeptical of Will Levis, to say the least. Well, I, so in the moment, the takeaway is all right. I mean, again, you saw those silly plays that he was able to make. The silly plays that people were like, "Ooh," the, the reason why he popped up is like, "Oh, maybe he'll be the first pick overall," and then eventually wasn't, and wasn't even close. Yeah. The the good plays looked really. It, he was the same guy he was in college, and so I think in the moment I said, "Oh wow, I I I clearly was wrong about Will Levis, or at least how bad he was going to look in this game." On the flip side, if you go look at the numbers, it's like, "Oh okay, so he still he still only had a couple really good plays. He just didn't have the really bad plays, but the rest of the time he was like not very good." I mean, when the Titans came out and those awesome Houston Oilers throwbacks. That yeah, I knew it was cooked. I knew, I knew this. You know, it's very team. controversial. What? That they're oh, wearing no. another city's uniform. Yeah, I, I could see that, but I. Every I, other team does that. I don't understand why people are mad at that at all. Well, like, I don't think the I don't think the Baltimore Ravens would wear a Cleveland Browns throwback, or vice versa. Uh, I de I definitely think there's probably instances where a team that has since changed names and uniforms has and cities. Where that I think what's controversial is that other city has a team. Okay, I I will I'm gonna actually do some research on sure. this because I feel like this has definitely happened. Before. I don't think it has because I think you're thinking of like, you know, if the if the Lakers wore a jersey that was like the Minnesota Lakers, like I think it's a little different. Okay, but I I can't think of another instance where a team wore a throwback jersey to a city that has an active team. Well, the obvious ones would be like. Sit team, yeah, teams that have already moved and maintain the same franchise. Yeah, which would be like Rams or Raiders. Yeah, like that. They they're wearing a, a uniform of another city. Right, but like if the L.A. Rams wore a uniform that was the St. Louis Rams, but St. Louis had a team, I think that's what has thrown people off. Got it. Maybe. 
I I also think people just like to get mad. I wasn't mad. I was mad. I bet on the the Falcons. That was the maddest. I was mad that I let sharps around me talk me into the Falcons. It was the right side. No, <laughs> no, it was not. I'll it was back. nowhere close I'll be to be the right side. I'll be back. Minnesota Vikings twenty four, Green Bay Packers ten. I, I'm mad at myself for this for not locking this up, not getting more money down on this yeah. Vikings team who, by no means, didn't look good, but it was just it should have been the fate of the Packers. We we realized <sighs> the Packers were that bad um, when they lost to the Broncos. The Broncos have now won two in a row, but the the Jordan Love and the Packers are just horrific. Green Bay didn't or Minnesota didn't even look that good. Uh, Kirk Cousins out for the year with an Achilles, so this division's tough. a fucking mess. Tough. I mean, Detroit is just like, all right, so we're in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, do the does Detroit even have to try that hard to get into the playoffs at this point? Does Detroit kneel the ball uh, Monday night? Just come out, start kneeling the ball. I mean, I'm being dead serious now. Like, who? What's the co- Where's the competition coming from? We're talking about Jordan Love sucks. Yeah. The Vikings are now dipping down to a, a backup quarterback. I mean, the Vikings are only, well, well they're what a game and a half back from the uh, Lions, but uh, Vikings are four and four, Lions are five and two. But listen to this Lions before schedule. the Monday night game. But the Vikings have no quarterback. They don't even know if they're going to start Jaron Hall. The Lions have the Raiders at home, then at Chargers, then they play the Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Lion or uh, Cowboys and Vikings. That's one team that's in the playoffs right there. Maybe the Saints, if you want to count a second. Yeah. Oh man, I, we're gonna di- playoff Dan Campbell, baby. <laughs> oh, Jerry oh, got back in the playoffs. Ready. I mean, as an Eagles fan, maybe I'm worried about the Lions uh, for the number one seed. I know everyone's talking about the 49ers. They've fallen off. Um, we'll see what happens with the Cowboys, but the uh, air could be getting thin pretty quick here at the top of the NFC run. Yeah, I mean it. W- um, What's that? What what's the disease they found at the Rio? Leprosy. Oh, Legionnaires. Oh, disease. Legionnaires disease. All over Jared Goff's <laughs> Island right now. All we sorry cannot take any new customers. It's it's full blown. I know what you did last summer. Cleveland Browns twenty, Seattle twenty four. Browns didn't cover the number. Pushed maybe depending. Uh, we had it three and a half. Did it stretch out to four? I think yeah. Uh, okay. We're hanging out with Brendan Walsh. He, I think he might have had a four. He pushed it, huh. so it probably dep- and maybe a four and a half out there. It, it really feels like I don't think if you're on Seattle, I don't think there are many threes there. Either way, this was just a back and forth ugly game with Geno Smith really trying to lose this game, continually trying to write back, but ultimately PJ Walker forcing the ball late uh, with an interception was the difference. Geno right back, baby. But uh, I mean, I feel I I was I you know I, on the show I took Browns plus three and a half, and I still feel pretty good about where I my handle on both teams. Like that last, really, it was just that last backbreaking turnover. But Cleveland kind of was in control of the game for a good portion of the second half. I understand what Cleveland is. I think I got a handle on games that can hang around. They certainly did in this spot. I and same thing with Seattle. I think Seattle is a like a solid team. They're not a great team, although they are leading the NFC West right now. I'm skeptical of them going up against good competition. I think that's gonna, you know, hurt them. And I think Geno Smith is a real liability on the field. What place are they in the division? First, ooh, baby. Yeah, I, 
yeah, as a way for guys who wanted to fade the 49ers, it's been a nice little run here past few games. Yeah, we're we're getting to the middle of the year, so I figured we we might want to pop back into the futures markets in the uh, upcoming weeks to see how we're doing. And I did I did get remind myself that Seattle was one of my t- I, they looked all right, but this this Cleveland team, man, we really nailed the handicap this off season. Might be good enough to make the playoffs without a quarterback. Yeah. Right? we didn't say without a quarterback, but with a with doesn't a doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Well, uh, I think it does though, and I think had if this team had had kept Brissett. Like not even bullshitting. This is this is a team that we're talking about is like may potentially having the best record in the regular season. Yeah, it do, it does feel like if if they just had a quarterback that could make the throws and not make stupid mistakes. They just need and I like PJ Walker in the XFL, but if they just had someone slightly better than PJ Walker, slightly. And you saying You mean like a guy who would be the have the most guaranteed money in the history of the NFL? No, but it, I mean like Oh, he's your, not better. To okay. your point, Jacoby Brissett, like a vet that oh. could maybe not turn the ball over. I think could be big, maybe even a Minshew type guy. It feels Mitchell like Mitchell Trubisky. This team uh, wins the most no, games in the no. NFL. I, I watch. We'll get to him in a second, but uh, I watched him in the second half. Who, if you had to put a one quarterback on this Cleveland Browns team, who would it be? That could win this game. No, no, just in general, like someone that was probably very Carson available. Wentz. Carson Wentz. You? No, think? I'm kidding. Well, but I he might be better than PJ Walker. No joke. Kirk Cousins on this Browns team would be pretty. Oh yeah, electric. healthy Kirk Cousins probably perfect. And I I did I I I uh, grazed over it. Uh Steelers uh did not get the win. Jacksonville <laughs> 20. Fuck. Steelers we quit 10. the Steelers, Sean. No, no we don't. No. Well, okay. if <laughs> if Mitch Trubisky is playing, we have to quit the Steelers. This was this was <laughs> setting up to be the perfect Steelers game. It was an ugly Nine three half, and then Steelers kicked a field goal to make it nine six. They get a called back uh, from penalty. They don't get it, but still, it doesn't matter. They're hanging around, and then Kenny Pickett goes out, and Mitch Trubisky comes in. You're like, okay, Mitch can do this. Mitch got yo, hey, all right. It was seventeen three. Mitch got to a touchdown. They're seventeen ten. Steelers get the ball back. Hey, Mitch Trubisky, he's not much worse than Kenny Pickett, and then he throws a horrific. Interception in a triple coverage, and you're like, all right, yeah, he is worse. He is worse. So, I think the Steelers team again, uh, not a not a giant adjustment off of who I think these teams are. If Kenny Pickett's healthy, I don't know if they win this game or cover, but they're certainly much much closer. Like Kenny Pickett does not throw into triple coverage like that, and that ultimately was the play that changed the game. And it felt like their offense was kind of coming around. Uh, minus the, uh, you know, minus the horrific quarterback play from Mitch Trubisky. I think Kenny Pickett had some bad moments too, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I I agree. Uh, Mitch, all, uh, Mitch, I'm gonna call him. He also had some moments that Kenny Pickett wasn't gonna give you, like some of those, you, you know, when he uses legs. Yeah, but Kenny Pickett can do a little bit of that. He's not quite as electric. He did have a couple running for the first downs, but I, I would like to have seen this game with. Um, with Kenny Pickett healthy the entire time. I'm not saying they definitely cover and win, 
but I think it's much. I, I think they're the Jack did their part. The it, at the end of the day, it was Etn who didn't get <laughs> didn't get all the way up the ladder. But, you gotta but they have, turned got the Jags over, yeah. um, which was what I thought the but, key was. But they just couldn't give those turnovers back, and that's where Trubisky not, came. And at the end of the day, it was Etn. It was partially in the running game, also in the receiving game. But that that's been their yeah, weakness this year. True. Hats off to the Jags. That was a that was a nice win for them in in Pittsburgh. So backup quarterback had to come into this game. Coming back to our conversation. Yeah. If you had to guess how many quarterbacks, like people designated as quarterbacks, have thrown a pass in the National Football League this year? So 32 teams. 32 right? teams. Okay. I'll say. And I'm saying throwing a pass. Not are we, are we talking about um, receivers and running backs throwing passes? In no, no, games? no. I just said designate, like their, their position is a quarterback. Okay. So Taysom Hill is on this list. Okay. But other than that, the rest of them are, are all really quarterbacks. Let's say 95 people, 90. You're saying 95 people have thrown a pass that are quarterbacks. So uh, that would have been, that would go way against your, their injuries are way down this year. No, I didn't. I never said injuries are way down. You said quarterback injuries are way down. It's um, way ahead of last year. No, 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 no. I said like devastating quarterback injuries to marquee players Got are it. down. Okay. Uh, I'll say 50 guys, 50 quarterbacks. So it, the number is 55. Yeah. Sounds about right. That two quarterbacks per team have thrown a pass, attempted a pass. Yeah. That's, that's almost what, why would your backup ever play? All the time, backups play. Okay, it's a seventeen-game season. Guys are always getting nicked up. Uh, you're in a situation where you're up big. You know, you get a little banged up. Like this is the NFL, right? That it, again. So, what do you think that you number? Check for a concussion. What do you think that number was for all of last year? I would say sixty-five. It was eighty-one. Okay, so yeah, we're below pace, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Point Sean my favorite. always right. Green. <laughs> no, All right. I, I, I'm not sensing the same catastrophic quarterback issue that you're, you're sensing. Okay. Denver Broncos, 24 Kansas city chiefs, nine chiefs do not get the win. Do not get the cover. Uh, not many people actually had them in the circus survivors. So that was disappointing. I, I just was kind of on this game, just an autoplay of the chiefs. Hey, they own the Broncos. It was due to run out at some point. This apparently was the game. Mahomes dealing with flu like symptoms. I don't know if that mattered. Maybe it was it definitely mattered. Did it? Yeah. No, I, I mean, they won be the, the reason that the Broncos won this game is because the chiefs offense got into the red zone three times and got three field. goals. That's why Kyle in the chat pointing out, Sean is hammered. I, I was pretty drunk when the show started. I've been sobering up throughout the show, but cheers to me and to you, Kyle. I, you, you thought it was just as simple as him not being able to play through flu like symptoms. No, no. You said it had no impact. I'm saying it definitely had some impact okay. because they were not, they were scoring three instead of seven. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was more the Broncos defense than it was the Broncos offense to me that won this game. This was just it to me. I test this was just like, hey, a division game. 
I mean, there was like a muff punt for a fumble. That to me is not about Mahomes having a flu game. It's just you play the same team enough times, eventually you're gonna win the game. You play the the the, the Kansas City Chiefs sixteen times in a row, eventually you're going to win oh, a game. Oh, but I, I just I'm back to the flu. If you're if your quarterback is down because he's sick and you're already looking ahead to a spot in Germany where you're gonna be eating delicious sausages. Maybe the whole, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a let up spot there True. because you're playing a shitty team that you True, just, but beat he two was weeks still ago. like 24, 38. I don't think he looked horrible. He did have some turnovers and maybe that was cause he was dealing with the flu. I, I mean, I certainly think, I mean, he got tackled by his own offensive lineman. That was yeah, pretty funny. True. I, I think the whole team just looked like they had bigger fish to fry next week. You didn't, you didn't get, you didn't feel a, a little bit like they kind of looked like a team that was lackadaisical. Like they weren't they weren't using all their best stuff. They weren't clearly coming to like be, be home wreckers. No. And yeah, and to, to me. but to me, yeah. I mean, to me, that's it's due to happen in the course of it's a division game. Broncos are going to get up for this spot. Um, them looking ahead was a part of it. Certainly first time the Broncos had, uh, ha- had beaten the chiefs since they won, won the super bowl. I think Peyton Manning was the quarterback. Shout out to him. Yeah, so I I don't I think it was more about just the Broncos were due eventually to win a game, and yeah, it, it, Mahomes. Yeah, but there's no such thing help. as it being due in that sense. This like they, they came in flat because they were looking ahead. Their quarterback was was a little bit sick, so they weren't as sharp on offense. Right, but I think like they fumbled, they muffed a punt that the set up the Broncos. Like that to yeah, me the whole isn't about flat. Mahomes. That's not fo- you're not focused. You're not you're not as focused as you should be as a team. That goes across that right. or it could just be you're you played a team sixteen times in a row and you know eventually you're going to get those fumble muff punts going your way. So you're calling for r- rivalry regression. Yeah, I, I would like to I'll I'll bet on the Chiefs next time they play the Broncos. Okay. But that is you 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 might argue against yourself that that would be a small sample size. They're what? not yet due to win another one. Broncos gotta get a couple more. How so? Well, because they're they're still due. Oh, I don't think they're due. I okay. don't think the Broncos team is that good. I think this is a division situation. I, I so you're high on the Broncos moving forward? No. Okay. No, I was saying this was a flat spot. You're the one saying that they were due, and I'm just pointing out that they might be due again next time because the streak was so long. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about the next game, Sean? Sure. Cincinnati Bengals 31, 49ers 17. I should have made this, made it my lock. Should also made it my dog. Uh, Bengals just came in and moved the ball very well. Brock Turdy uh, coming coming up small. Couple of really bad interceptions. Joey Burrow as a dog. What are you guys doing? Oh, he cleared the concussion protocol. Awesome. Can't wait for Joe Burrow to slay him. Yeah, this is. Uh, I know some people. Uh, Producer Josh got in on the uh, Bengals uh, as a uh, future, but uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, forty to one. Maybe some people got forty to one. I don't. I. Uh, they look good, but who knows? This is week eight. Doesn't matter. In three weeks, they might look like shit again. I don't think so. I I think this is. We've already passed the uh, Bengals like looking like shit, and now they after the bye. Yeah, maybe. I'm just, really good. I'm reflecting more on the season. Like n- no one has played consistently for more than three or four weeks in a row, and so yeah, I'll be impressed if they're able to do it. 
they looked good. They they did it against a good defense. Uh, clearly, Brock Purdy wasn't healthy. So either Kyle Shanahan mm. doesn't trust Sam Darnold. Why didn't you think Brock Purdy wasn't healthy? Because he played like shit. Oh, okay. You don't think he played like shit? No, I did. But I the Bengals give you stuff. The Bengals give you exactly what the Niners usually take. I don't and think he looked unhealthy playing. I think the. I mean, his advantage is his sharpness in his mind. Like he, everyone talked about his fucking S ninety eight five four three two score, <laughs> and it's like if that's truly his advantage that he's like so, so super sharp he can get the pre snap read correct and he's able to uh, to to adjust on the fly then if he's a little slow maybe I, that, I just don't think he's that good he threw back to back interceptions that's a sign that you're like something's not right with your processing right I but if you have Brock Purdy ranked as a really high quarterback or as a really good quarterback. I, he'd played I, really well up until this point in the season uh, over the last couple of weeks, like since the concussion basically, but he he's, he's slowed down over the last couple of weeks. I'm just saying he didn't look like his, they lost self. the game before the Vikings, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They lost the Vikings game and they, lo- they've lost three uh, games in a row. I, I don't, I, I guess I don't think, I don't think Brock Purdy. Th- I don't think this was an off game for Brock Purdy. I think this is who Brock Purdy is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he looked different in this game than he had previous. I think he looked pretty similar to the guy we saw in Minnesota and the guy we saw in Cleveland, and even some of the guy we saw. I mean, with it, with the exception of like the blowout game against Dallas, which I thought he looked really sharp. I think this is kind of how he's looked. Like the the turnover thing has been a thing now for a month straight. So it's Debo. No, I just don't think Brock Purdy is that good, and he's slowly but getting exposed. That's what I mean. Debo's been out most of this time. Any, re- I mean, there's correlation there, but is it related? No, I think it's more about Brock Purdy getting exposed. I don't think he's that good. Cool, yeah, nothing to add. Burrow looks good. Ravens thirty-one, Arizona twenty-four. Ravens do not cover the spread. Arizona, of course. Recover the onside kick late, kick that field goal to backdoor it. Not much of a game. Arizona continues to hang around in the first half a little bit. Even this, they didn't win the first half. Yeah, Ravens fortunate there on the on the one uh, Lamar Jackson fumble that got overturned, but. It was a fumble too. I I, I don't know how I don't, they overturned. I don't understand that. what the refs are doing. That There's looked pretty cl- like that today. That looked pretty clear as a fumble, and to overturn it, I was genuinely surprised. I, I don't. To me, Ravens were always coming in, winning this game. Arizona fortunate to get the cover there on the back door. Not a lot to take away from this game. I mean, maybe they were fortunate. Who's fortunate? They they just were on the positive end of a bad coaching decision. What? By Nelson Aguilar being out there. Who was fortunate? Oh, never mind. No, we, you, we we were talking about this earlier in the show, and I was just calling back to it. Okay, no, I mean, so in this case, yes, I think the Ravens were fortunate, or sorry, the Cardinals were fortunate to cover because of yeah, you're right. Uh, the Harbaugh putting Nelson Aguilar on the hand seam was a poor coaching decision. I stand by that. Yeah, he did recover the second one. So fifty percent's a good number for no, no. Kicks. I, I'm just saying. I it is literally the hands team. You do not want Nelson Aguilar uh, on your hands team. Okay. <clears throat> so you're putting together a hands team. You put Nelson Aguilar on it. No, I my argument was just that recovering an onside kick is a fortunate event. That that's how it all started. Fortunate? No, re- recovering a, an onside a, kick is, is the expected event. 
if you're the if no, you're no, the Ravens. recovering an onside kick for the Card Cardinals, the ones kicking the onside kick, that would have been a fortunate event. That was my argument, and so by the Ravens not getting it, that was very tremendously unlucky, like a like a ten to one <laughs> long shot unlucky. Right, that was set up by a really bad coaching decision. Okay, Chargers thirty, Bears thirteen. Chargers get the win, get the cover. Like we said, Tyson Bajent, the game after the game, special Bajent 17. Although I'll say this about Bajent. I, I, I thought he didn't look horrible. I, I thought his, I mean, he had that, uh, a couple of really bad drops from the bears offense. I thought he actually throwed the ball decently. It was more just about the bears defense really falling apart, missing uh, guys in the back end, just continuing not to look great. Man, they suck. Yeah, no, I mean the Bears suck. So, and Staley wanted to keep his job. Did he? I guess he did. But uh, Decker we'll see was how long. Decker was living <laughs> ra- like just not worried at all. He's like, oh, if we win, it's great. If we lose, then Staley gets fired. But yeah, I as and I don't want to bum Decker out, but the Chargers are so cheap. Staley could lose, and they're still not going to fire him because he has guaranteed money. They're not going to pay out a guy not to coach the team. That's not how the Chargers do business in the NFL. Probably right. Same with the Raiders. That's why the the lock is Ron Rivera. Hey, let's talk about some Monday night football props. Our first touchdown bets and teaching and only parlays. And of course, if you're getting down on these, you gotta head over to Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. All fame bets just makes it easier. You can hit that deep data button. You can look up any sort of uh, sort of data you want. It makes putting together parlays so much easier. Stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. What do you want to start with here? What do you like props wise, Ryan? Uh all right. I'll I'll give you an under first. Josh Jacobs under 61 and a half yards. I don't believe the I could be off on I might not have last week's data, but I don't believe they've given up a a rusher over this total all season. A primary rusher. So I think once again we're gonna see well it I, it's probably a little bit of a gimmick because of uh, Lamar Jackson probably escaped the filter, but I I think this team will get back to what they've been doing, which is they're going to shut down they're going to shut down the opposing team's running game, and that's what they weren't able to do against Baltimore. I'm sure Dan Campbell. We didn't hear any reporting of the uh, Oklahoma drill, but I imagine. They've been getting to work, so Josh Jacobs in in for some tough sledding, and he hasn't exactly good, looked good since the the holdout. That's what he gets for not working out with the team in the off season. No, and and Zamir White keeps getting more and more work um, as the season goes on. I'll go over to to uh, Devonte Adams over five and a half receptions. You got to lay some juice on that. I still like it at six. If that's where you're seeing the number five and two on the over um, five and a half plus there lines defense. I think there are opportunities to throw on them. Jimmy, this is just like a target thing as well. If you're playing on over an underdog, you can bet the targets, which is also fun, but Devonte Adams is just a dog and whether they're going to trade him or not, I, 
he's still just like the guy you got to throw the ball to. So Devonte Adams over five and a half. Catches. They don't have the targets on on the uh, up right now, unfortunately. But they, I, I don't know if they had them earlier, but they definitely have flashed some target props. Uh, you know, I think they do. I, I, I got to imagine they got to do that closer to game time because that there's so much less variance there. But yeah, I, I, you took the catches. I went seventy six and a half yards. I, I, I mean, Jimmy G being back and them, they're going to be stubbornly working the 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 running game, which means that there will be some play action. And there will be some stuff for Devonte Adams to take advantage of this defense. I, I, I almost went to the Jacoby Myers well because it just seems like it keeps happening. But I'll, we'll save the Jacoby Myers talk for for another part of the show because I, I I do think Devonte Adams is I, Josh McDaniels would be fucking stupid to not just force feed him. I I mean, see if unless you're just again unless you're tanking, who knows? But the there was reports that Mark Davis and McDaniels did have a meeting. Closed door meetings. Uh, I don't know if the door was closed. It could have been a hallway <laughs> meeting. Could have been a Zoom or a Skype. A Michael Mayer over twenty-one and a half receiving yards. This to me now, last game against the Bears, he only had two catches, thirteen yards. But before that, five for seventy-nine, two for thirty-nine. It seems like he's become a bigger part of the offense here as things have kind of shifted. I think we get Jimmy G back in this game. I think we get the. High scoring, high variance offense. I mean, seventy one percent, eighty one percent snap share past couple games. He's out there a bunch. He's clearly a big part of the offense. He can get this in one, two catches. So twenty one and a half feels very doable for Michael Mayer. Yeah, I was surprised to see how little Hooper's out there. It didn't seem like it was going to happen that quick. No, and yeah, I I was skeptical of Mayer coming into the season, but he clearly has kind of stolen the job from Austin Hooper. And I don't know if they've adjusted pricing wise. So. And and just the quarterback, I think just having a, I hate to compliment Jimmy G, but he's probably an upgrade over those other guys. Yes, Brian Hoyer especially, Jameer Gibbs over twenty six and a half receiving yards. Patrick Graham's defense is going to let you check it down to the running back, and I think they'll they'll have a, a decent amount of check downs, and just the way that uh, his coverages will force the ball to the 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 low a dot stuff. So I. I think for Gibbs to be out there as the primary guy and the primary guy in the pass game stuff, 26 and a half receiving yards. Kind of saw him have a blow up game. I know some of that was in garbage time, but I do do expect that even Dan Campbell will realize that getting his weapon his uh weapon X into space and dro- dropping the ball down is probably a good thing. So over. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm looking yards. up some of the uh the chatter in the chat, right? Well, while you do that, I'll bring Easy on so we can get a, a, a Lions prediction from him. So, real quick, what would you rather have? Uh, in the chat, everyone's saying, "Oh, McDaniel's feeds Jacoby Myers more than Adams." Would you rather have Jacoby Myers over four and a half or Devonte Adams over five and a half? Adams. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my chances with Adams. I like Myers too, but, but yeah, I I don't yeah, and especially with Jimmy G healthy, I think both could. Hit especially on the catch market. Joining us on the line, line super fan easy. What's happening, easy? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? Ready for this game tomorrow? You worried at all? No, not in the slightest. That's Jimmy G. <laughs> it's true. Any uh, any final score prediction? Any props? First touchdown. What do you like uh, for the Monday night game? Yeah, so I got a few props for the score. I think it's going to be twenty four fourteen. That's Raiders, Raiders that. win. What do you say? Raiders win. <laughs> yeah. 
No, there's no <laughs> chance the Raiders win this game. So 24-14. So maybe slightly lower scoring than some could think. But uh, Monday night has been kind of lower scoring. Yeah, and, I'm just going off a of prime time for that for the lower score. Yeah. And what do you what do you like uh what do you like prop wise? Yeah, so I found a few props that I didn't think y'all would have. Um the first one kind of going off of uh Kramer with uh Gibbs receiving yards. His longest reception is over 12 and a half. Oh, I, I almost like that better. Hmm. I mean, we do a lot of screen stuff, uh, a lot of check down stuff, kind of like you said. And, you know, if we get backed up to like a, you know, third and 12, third and 15, there's a good chance that we throw one of those screens for him to try to get the first down on. I like it. I mean, and I, I like I was saying, I think Patrick Grant, like, I think the Raiders defense will allow that. So the volume is going to be there. Well, especially with all our receivers being able to make their way down the field like they do. I mean, we have Monroe going down. Uh, Jamison Williams is getting a lot more playing time. Sam Laporta can level the field out. So the middle of the field should be open for him in those situations. Yeah, I like it. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we're talking this out. More Jameer Gibbs stuff. I'm gonna do that. Long. Then, I'm gonna tail that longest catch. And then uh, the other one that I like is actually Jamison Williams. Like I said, he's getting a lot more playing time. His yardage is over 25 and a half. He's our deep threat, and I think that he can get that in one shot if if we give him another chance at it. Yeah, and I, you know, his I I was uh, my initial thought was like, oh, and we'll get to first touchdown in a bit. But I was like, oh, that he's an interesting guy to look at. And then it's like, bang, eleven to one plus one ninety on yeah, the anytime. Crazy. I'm like, come on, guys, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, they're 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 factoring that in. But yeah, I, I like attacking his. Well, and and like your so, are, would you take the? Are you going to take his yards and longest reception? I'm just going to take his yards because I feel like taking his yards at twenty five and a half is basically taking his longest reception because he can get it in one play. But you also have a shot of him covering that with a couple of like slants or something. So you kind of have a two in one with his total yardage as long longest catch is 15 and a half. Also it was just perusing the ladders. Uh, some really nice ladders here. Uh, Jamison Williams, alt receiving total, Sean, uh, they, they, they are cowardly only giving us a seven step ladder. And the top steps only seventy yards. So, but but mm. but easy may be interested to find out that it is eight to one on the top step, which I, feels like two catches. I took a long look at sixty yards. Oh, five to one. Okay. Yeah, I like that one because, like I said, if if he catches anything, it's most likely going to be a bomb. Yeah. And then maybe one or two, like I said, like slants or an out route, something like that. So if he catches a, you know. 40, 50 yard bomb, and then he gets a couple of, of little first down passes, then that's your 60 right there. Yeah, we might have to craft, uh, we have to put a, a ladder together on uh, tomorrow. Stay tuned for, for some ladder chatter. I like that. Yeah, and then uh, one more, real quick. You mentioned him first touchdown at 11 to 1. For whatever reason, towards the end of games, we like throwing to him even more. Him oh, to score last the last time. touchdown oh, is wow. also 11 to 1. Hmm. I, yeah, I mean, uh, I kind of like him having a, a, a coming out party here. Max in the chat saying, "There's no way Easy's from," and, and he calls you a bloke. By the way, no so way. Must this be bloke from across is from the Detroit. Pl- the pond. Uh, I'm not from Detroit. <laughs> Where are you from? How'd you become a Lions fan, Easy? Yeah, so I actually live in Virginia, hmm. and 
I, growing up, I didn't have a football team, so I just always pulled for the underdog. And then we had that 0-16 year in 2008, which ultimately got us Matt Stafford. So during that year, we had Javid Best at running back, if y'all remember Javid yeah, Best. Cal. Yeah, he, and he was CTE. That's he was just like unreal good, but he got like five concussions in three weeks or some crazy shit. So I actually, my first NFL jersey ever was a Javid Best jersey, and I became a fan after that, just like slowly. Like every week, I'd be like, all right, just win a game, just win a game. And they never did, so I became a fan. <laughs> you sound like Colby. You and oh, Colby wow. would be good friends, easy. <laughs> I like Colby. Yeah, good guy. See, there you go. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Easy. Uh, good luck to your Lions as long as they don't cover eight and a half. Appreciate y'all, and we will. All right, Cheers. take it easy. Can't go against the close your eyes special, Ryan. I'm not. So uh, where are we at? So gave out a couple props. I'll give out my third one here. This is an underdog special. I'll go Jared Goff lower seventy point one completion percentage. One, it's just fun to bet on uh, or to have action on this in one of the pickums. He's only gone over tw- this twice this season. I I, li- I just like my chances at Jared Goff under seventy percent. What's the best way to protect yourself from Legionnaires' disease? We just talked about this. The whole island shut down, Sean. <laughs> what are you doing? You're going up for a little little weekend soiree. Just gonna shotgun some beers by yourself. He could have a good game, but seventy percent is tough. Man. They were show. I was, I was, I was just googling Rio Legionnaires disease, and they're they're doing a news story, and the place is clearly very empty. But you just see a person in the back playing slots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll have to crowbar the slots players out. Like, arr, arr. are you sure I want? Oh yes. Probably play one of those hot hot uh, NFL slot machines. Oh, and we haven't even updated <laughs> the audience. Ah. Uh. So everyone knows on the first uh, night I tried out the NFL slot machine, I went on a, I put in $3. All right. Did a $3 spin. That was a slot. Turned that into $1,000. Then I went back to that same slot machine, selected the Eagles, won $450. And then this past Friday went on another run where I won another $400. So it's just so easy, Ryan. I have a great slot strategy. I'm just counting down the days till Friday night where I can play my machine. I gotta be honest. The so slot, not only uh, the, the, you got to pull back. The, not only is everyone else I've ever watched sitting at that. It's a quad machine. So there's four seats. Yeah. I've never seen like anyone else. Quarter I've, I've never seen Caesars. anyone else win first. <laughs> Second, we get there um, and Sean wants to play the machine and it's busy. Yeah. And he see he's waiting and they're like, they're doing some maintenance and the guy working on the machine walks over to me. He's like, I'm really sorry, sir. I'm like, no, you're going to want to talk to him. <laughs> guy walks over to Sean to explain to him. He, he couldn't use the machine or he could use the machine. Anyway, then the ride began. I mean, then they eventually let me use the machine. Well, they, they got on a heater. They got a call from upstairs. They're like, no, no, let him in. I think the machine is, I, I think there's a chance that machine is broken and I love yeah, it. Yeah. You were almost getting tired of winning. It was <laughs> Like again? Oh, it is. It you know, it's exhausting work, Ryan. But someone, someone has to do it. And your transition, and ever since you realized that the slot play has increased, ever since you took insurance on the blackjack table. Hmm. Some are. Some have been asking if you've graduated. Hmm. I I, I have been watching some slot strategy videos. Uh, slot. The, same, the slot. The same thing happened to Dick Olson, and now he's a, a he's I a full time slot jack. He, he's a if you. It, 
if it's possible to be addicted to slots, he's addicted, which is, is brings up an old story from back in the day. Uh, ex-girlfriend oh. worked with this lady. She, she didn't, she had a very humble job. Uh, well, well, some sort of blue collar work in a vet office, but she would, she was getting like flown out to the win uh, for weekends in Vegas. And finally we get to the bottom of it. High, high limit uh, slot player. Mm. Guess how much she would play per slot spin. It's been, I'll, I'll give you a range it's between zero and a hundred, hundred dollars. No, what? $50, $25 a spin. So imagine like okay. that machine you were playing. Yeah. You're playing penny and you're ending up with $3 worth of spins. So imagine a quarter times 300 on each spin. Mm. Holy shit. That's so she's a, playing 25 bucks a spin, $25 a spin times 300. Like, so imagine your machine. Oh, okay. so $25 times 300. Nice. Effort, yeah. So that's like seven. I mean, Hashtag digits only. Anyway, yeah. Like did uh, disappeared one day. Can't imagine it was a good story. <laughs> All right. You want to do some first touchdowns? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, you go first. Uh, that was good luck. Uh, Devonte Adams. It's chalk, but is it chalk? Uh, maybe a little contrarian. The price is twelve to one. Yeah, I mean, to I, me, he's on my list too. Rarely I go chalk, but he he's he's right up there. We gave out Josh Allen uh, last on the Thursday night show at eight to one, and sometimes you got to have a little chalk in your back. I noticed that he clipped it, so it uh, appeared like uh, you only you had Josh Allen. Well, he also I, included my anytime. I, no, I know, I I know. Just you know, seemed a little one sided. De- yeah, Devonte Adams, a great pick at twelve to one. I co-signed. That. Jared Goff, twenty five to one. Still <laughs> like him as a rushing quarterback. Still has a couple of rushing touchdowns. The Legionnaires disease is getting way too many, pl- too way too much play here. You keep going back to the island. Yeah. Well, I, I no, I mean, I well, I have under completion yeah. percentage, but I think no, he these could are run all I- island plays. He uh, he's playing well, so he's going to a high completion percentage, and he and he never no, low completion percentage. No, no, he's. I'm saying oh, he's okay. playing well, and then he never rushes the ball in the end zone. <clears throat> never is a that's a that's a crazy statement, Ryan. He's got he's got two rushing touchdowns this year. I know. If we zoom out far enough, it's it's a relative never. No, I mean, but the, I like that the, you're going the back. Sample to the is great because he, he uh, doesn't have a, a rushing touchdown for two games. Rushing touchdown. Doesn't have a rushing touchdown for a game. Rushing touchdown. Doesn't have a rushing touchdown for two games. AKA gonna have a rushing touchdown. Yeah, it's it's simple science, right? You got to find the patterns. Uh, next up, Khalif Raymond, uh, twenty-eight to one. He's a guy they still like on those deep shots, and he's he's involved. Twenty-eight to one. I like that price for Khalif Raymond for a receiver that I know Jamison Williams is kind of getting worked in more, but the fact that Jamison Williams' price is Eleven to one, and Khalif Raymond's twenty-eight to one. That to me feels like a misprice. Whereas Jamison Williams is the more exciting guy, but if you look at snap share, routes run, uh, Khalif Raymond at that price, I think is a ve- better value. Last but not least, Zamir White, fifty to one, first rushing touchdown. I-, I think he's going to continue to nip away at Josh Jacobs' carries, snaps, and more. You saw it last week, and I think there's value in getting ahead of it. Uh, this week, so yeah, Zamir White fifty to one for such a spicy. Yeah, I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that we should be making sure we're picking up in in fantasy. Yeah, second Josh Jacobs goes down, it seems like he's gonna pop a bit. 
Uh, don't hate the Khalif Raymond one, but in the research, because I my eyes immediately scroll down the board. I mean, if anyone wants to understand the process of how I I go through first touchdowns, and shout out to the people who believe me when I say I have a system. Mm. But you scroll down, you kind of just visually you look at the board and you just ignore the 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 favorites and just you scroll down to that uh, fifteen to thirty to one range. And so Khalif Raymond popped out, and what what came out, what surprised me in the research was not Khalif Raymond last week who got the the only red zone target, uh, or not the only didn't get a red zone target. It was Antoine Green that stood out mm. to me because he's the replacement for who. For Marvin Jones. Oh, okay. Uh, he's now he's thirty-five to one this week. So I actually uh, uh, thinking I, that you might have one of these two guys. I came prepared to have Khalif Raymond or Antoine Green. So give me Antoine Green. Uh, I also think Craig Reynolds at fourteen to one. It's same story. Montgomery's not going to be out there. Not sure Gibbs is going to be the guy that gets the carry if they are in the red zone. So I'll take a stab. At Craig, I mean Gibbs being five to one. Also, what are you? Come on, guys. Craig Reynolds fourteen to one. As you mentioned, Devontae Adams twelve to one. I like that one. And I'll 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 play some. We'll call it insurance. But give me Jacoby Myers sixteen to one. They do like to jam it to him around the around the goal line. So yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. And I think pretty simply that back shoulder throw is not the forte of of Jimmy G. So getting that out to Devontae Adams maybe is less desirable than Jacoby Myers just getting open in the slot. One more uh, note there on Samir white. Not only is his like offensive snap share going up, but his special teams snap share is going way down 42%, 33%, 44%, only 4% last week against Chicago. I think they are working him out of special teams, working him on to the offense. Well, is that like him returning kicks or him like in other capacities. What do you do mean? You, do you know like what what his role is? Like is he a re, was he a returner that's no longer returning the kicks or Uh not off the top of my head. I just know he went from one uh special teams play last week to or the, the week before 11 special teams plays. So I think he was I think he was like doing punt gunner and and I mean if you're 11 plays it's not just return, right? So you're involved on the special. Yeah, he's the plan for when Josh Jacob, when they get rid of that uh, uh, replaceable commodity known as the running back. Well, and and that goes to my DJ's only play. Just give me Samir White two touchdowns, 120 to one. Really? Yeah. Okay. I that to me is yeah. Let's roll the dice there. I'm feeling pretty good. So uh, it's interesting that Serio called in with a pro Jamison Williams take because I was blown away by the latter. Really? Because I I, I, I I I looked at the first touchdown price and the first touchdown price was so short I backed off it. I didn't dig into what the laddering price is. I I think this is one of those guys where, like he was saying, if if he's being worked in down the field, I know he got a weird short target in the red zone last week, but if he's if he's getting worked in down the field. And I'm actually let me let me see if I tie this. Uh, I'll tie it into what I was going to originally do. But if he's getting worked in down the field, I I don't see how uh, or why. I mean, I understand why they're not offering a, a huge top end of the ladder, but why even is uh, fifty yards five to one? Uh, wh- like, what am I missing here? Oh, and these so uh, these these cowards are not offering it in the same game. Oh, here it is. Mm. No, all right, we're tying it back up. So if you, uh, Jamison Williams, Sean, what do you like more? 50 yards is plus 310, 60 yards is five to one, eight, 70 yards is eight to one. To me, 
I, you don't even have to get crazy here. You can just do the, I'm going to do the 60 that easy. When easy said that I was like, all right, he was speaking to me because I was looking at this Jamison Williams to, to go over 60 yards, 60 or more yards. Okay. Gibbs. Again, we like the check down stuff. We think there's going to be a lot of opportunities uh, for the check down stuff. And so I tied it up with Jameer Gibbs receptions. And then because Sean, what do we love to do? We love to do a little counter correlation. I put the Raiders in the points. Mm. So, so what is that? Close your eyes special. Okay. Gibbs gets three cat three over three and a half catches. Will Jamison Williams goes over 60 yards, which again, I don't they, these his yardage total is just so wonky to me. That's 15 to one. Is, Book that, it. is that enough for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, mine's 120 because, because 20 to one. Yours is 15 to one. That feels about right. What does that mean? No, I'm saying mine's a DGen only parlay. Oh, okay. Hashtag DGens only. If you got a 15 to one, then there you go. I like my, I think the chances of my 15 to one are good. <laughs> you, think White, you think they're better than my 120 to one? Probably. Unfortunately, Zamir White scoring two touchdowns can be tricky. How so? Oh, he's got to he's got to get in the reds. Got to get those red zone carries. Yeah, they might give it to him. I I just I'm trying to get ahead of. We see this all the time where a running back gets yeah. banged up or get loses favor. No, he's he's and Josh Jacobs has not been efficient. No, no, I he has not. But he like if 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 McDaniel's comes out with a game plan where Josh Jacobs' workloads reduce and Zamir White's increased. There have been stuff that we're seeing that are, are trending in that way. I, I'm not shocked at all, and no. I love those prices. Oh no, I like it. Should have been on Gus Edwards three touchdowns today. No, that would have no. been beautiful. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you again, as always. Tune in Sports Game on the Podcast, SportsGameOnThePodcast.com/slash/MMA hoodie. Sign up for the MMA Gambling Podcast over on YouTube. Those guys are the best. If you're looking for some action when it comes to fights. And good looking guys. And good looking dudes. Ryan's into that. Uh, we got a great week of shows coming up. We got college football, NFL picks, DFS. We got a bonus Breeders' Cup episode. What else is coming up, Ryan? Uh, I don't know. There's there's horse talk this week. Yeah. I, I've, been, I've read uh, reports that we, we could be covering the opening day of college basketball oh. later this week. Uh, may, maybe that means we'll cancel some football talk. I don't know. No. Uh, then everything else that we normally Ryan's, talk about. Ryan's trying to cancel football. Not me. Eagles are six and one. Let's fucking go. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean Second Money Green. He's Ryan. You owe me two hundred dollars from our horrible DFS lineup this morning. Kramer, let it ride.